What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 344. We're here on Thursday, January 20th. Today is the one-year anniversary of Joe Biden's inauguration. One year? Yeah, it feels like it, it feels like ten. It's all it took. And, <laughs> but uh, but before we get to you know being miserable over how terrible the country is doing, first <laughs> off, the good news. <laughs> We're gonna lead with the good news. All right. Okay. Last night, the Democrats attempted to nuke the filibuster, and they failed miserably. Yes. Uh, in a in a vote that was fifty two to forty eight, uh, Senators Manchin and Sinema sided with us Republicans to create a bipartisan majority to uphold the filibuster. Yes. Chuck Schumer has shit all over his face, uh, <laughs> and basically, we're good to go. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. It's saved the uh, the the left the leftist extremists have failed, and uh, for all the liberal media people and the Democrats out there, forty eight is not a majority. You know that's the you know, one that's of the, the more thing. ridiculous things about this. Yeah, is, and I saw that all morning, and I'm like, you do realize that fifty two is more is a majority. Is a majority. Yeah. They keep saying the minority stopped yeah. the majority. Yeah. Well, I guess if you want to call the Dems the majority, because they are the majority party, sure, but 52 yeah. is the Republicans plus the two Democrats who sided with us. Like, yeah. So, you know, kudos to them for standing up to their party uh, and, and essentially helping to uh, save America save, from yeah. the, the leftist yeah. radical agenda. And this was on their so-called voting rights bill which was really just a federal takeover of the elections because they want to rig the game for Democrats to win. Yeah. And so, yeah, the Biden legislative agenda for right now is pretty much all but dead. It's dead. They're not going to do anything significant. And did you also see today, yeah. another good news, that the uh, basically Joe Manchin said – before we even entertain a broken up build back better cuz you see you saw that that's their like new tactic now yeah. is to like instead of this you know 2 and a half to 3 trillion dollar package we're going to break this up into smaller bills he said they need to tackle inflation you know the debt and a whole bunch of other things before they even look at passing any of these that's, broken out yeah, bills okay. yeah so yeah <laughs> for right now the biden agenda is pretty much dead now the only thing yeah. that's outstanding right is you do have that you know kind of reconciliation floating but again you would need to have mansion and cinema both on board for that that they could do something you know maybe smaller having to do with social yeah. safety net bullshit it, it's going to be a half a loaf but on most things that they get done, but that half a loaf could still be the only thing that's expensive. Well, the only thing that's really outstanding is the appropriations bill, but that requires filibuster. Yeah, sixty votes. Uh, yeah. So that's where we are with that. Let's take a look back at one year of Joe Biden, and it feels like it. Like you said, it's been a decade. Yeah, I know. All right. Um, it it really is astonishing to me, just how. Like, they were able to fuck up the country in, in a year. Yeah. And like I said the other day, we're only 25% of the way through the Biden administration. Uh, we have to get to 2025 before a Republican will be president. God help us. But, you know, let's look back at the year in review. You know, let's do one of those. <laughs> you know how they get the Golden Globes at yeah. the end, how they say. In memoriam? Yeah, yeah. In memoriam. <laughs> in memoriam of, of, of America. Yeah, the yeah. first year. Uh, as our good friend, the managing editor of Town Hall, Spencer Brown, said, Chaos and carnage, the Biden administration turns one. So, 
you know, let's just run down the list of, of his failures and how he basically has not only further divided the country, uh, but inflation's out of control. The supply chain is broken. Uh, our foreign policy is in tatters. His key legislation, which was only going to push America to the radical left, is dead. Thank God that's the one winning part of this. Yeah. Uh, the OSHA vaccine mandate was killed by SCOTUS. Tried to kill the filibuster like we just talked about. Uh, COVID. Remember, remember they said, oh, we're going to solve COVID. Yeah. Just like when Obama said he was yeah. going to stop the rise of the oceans. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. solve COVID. Yeah, I'm going to shut it down. How did that go? Excuse me. Not too good. Everyone's getting it. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's getting it. And particularly the vaccinated are getting it, yeah. too, which, you know. So now the whole narrative of the pandemic of the unvaccinated, that's dead. So. Well, did you notice that they didn't really, he didn't really hit on that yesterday during no, the press conference? And no one asked him about it because, of course, they're pre That's because questions. the massive number of cases right now, a lot of people are vaccinated. Yeah. And it also came out yesterday that the South African doctors apparently said that the boosters make no difference yeah. to Omicron. Yeah. Now... You know, maybe that's true, maybe that's not, but that's just in their early estimation that the boosters have yeah. no difference on it. I also saw that a fourth shot makes no difference either. Well, yeah, they're yeah. they're beating the drums of this fourth shot, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. And the one thing that was interesting <laughs> yesterday uh, that he was asked, are you going to change the definition of fully vaccinated? Yeah. And you notice how he really beat around the bush on that one? That's because... A little word salad. It, it, yeah, well, that's his normal dementia self. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's because he knows he can't really do that right now. Yeah. He is in such a weakened political state that changing that definition of fully vaccinated and the consequences of that, you know, with all of vaccine, you know, vaccination requirements with uh, government employees and the postal workers union and all that stuff, you know, they can't do that right now. So let's see what else we got on this list. Uh, inflation continues to spiral. The cost of groceries and fuel continues to skyrocket. Uh, the supply chain, total disaster. You notice how he said, we fixed the supply chain? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I mean, was that a mistake in the notes? Because I don't know what he's talking about. No, I know. Uh, the fucking grocery shelves are bare here. Bare it's shelves like Soviet Biden. Russia. Yeah. yeah, bare shelves Biden. Right, exactly. It's like, you know, they try to act like... He's, well, remember, he's, it was transitory. Oh, yeah. Well, remember, all it. this was transitory. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's the all is well guy. All yeah. is well. He's the dog in the fire yeah. meme. You know, yeah. This is fine. Yeah. Don't worry. Everything's yeah. great. Everything yeah. you're seeing is total bullshit. Yeah. Don't believe your lying eyes yeah. is essentially what yeah. he's saying. Yeah. Gas prices, uh, unbelievably high. Uh, labor shortages are brutal. The job reports are total disasters. We had the highest weekly unemployment claims since October this past week, so that's great. Of course, the total botched withdrawal from Afghanistan continues to loom, um, and he's very indignant about that. Yeah. Did you notice that? Hmm. When he was asked about that, he's like, no, I don't regret anything we did. And I'm like, dude, at least have a little bit of like... Yeah, we probably doesn't remember. Well, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Of course, we've reported extensively on the soaring crime wave across many of the Democrat-run cities in this country. The border remains wide open with million of, millions and millions of illegals crossing, uh, and China and Russia are on the move. So, yeah, great first year. Great and, first and, year. And there's a lot in there that we actually missed, too, but yeah. great first year. Yeah. 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 One thing I did find interesting. So, Victor Davis Hansen, who is great an all-time guy. great, he wrote a column today which basically 
makes a comparison to the United States potentially going down the road of a meltdown similar to, you know, 2009 to 2016 Greece, when they basically became a third world country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because they're paying their people based off of like a 402-day year. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and, And, you know, and comparing also to Great Britain in the socialist days of the 1970s, and he he makes a, a strong comparison to what's going on now here in America um, that could lead to that. So I would highly recommend you uh, check that out. It's it's a great in-depth analysis of what's going on here. Victor Davis Hanson one's the all-time greats. But, you know, the, the top lines of it is that we don't have a border, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the health bureaucracies have now lost all credibility because they just totally fucking lie about everything. Yeah. Um, or it's contradictory. Right, right. Uh, I would say it's more contradictory than anything. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they, they, I, I say it's lying yeah. because they're purposefully misleading. Oh, uh, well, Fauci, for sure. Yeah. Especially yeah. on things like natural <clears throat> immunity. Yeah. You know, like. Well, they don't even talk about that. No, that's, I know. That's the thing. Yeah. I know, because it's, it's a, it's a, uh, a lie of omission. Yeah. You know, they're purposefully doing that, yeah. right? Because they could talk about that. Yeah. After decades of improving race relations in America, we're now regressing into a totally divided society. Yeah. Crime soars, inflation roars. We really – I, I want to go back in time to see what the coverage was like during like the swine flu pandemic. Yeah. Because I was in college during that. Mm-hmm. And there were no mask mandates. No, no, no. There was a vaccine. But let me tell you something. It was only 56% effective. Oh, I don't even remember there being a vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a vaccine very quickly. I mean, because we've been planning, you know, th- this is one things that, one of the things I guess we've been planning about. I mean, it's a flu vaccine. Yeah. They, they, they doled out. I remember in one of the common areas there was a vaccine. You know, you, you signed up, you can get your swine uh-huh. flu vaccine. I, I never got that vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Me neither, yeah. But... It was only fifty six percent effective, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how we're you know you know beating off to fucking you know ninety five, ninety nine, seventy all these numbers of efficacy. Like, how would the media react if this vaccine under Obama was only being only fifty six percent? Yeah. So, you know, it's well, like, which, you- which by the way is like very run of the mill for most flu vaccines, folks. It's about maybe fifty fifty five percent. Mm-hmm. Effective, and you can still get it. It's kind of like the COVID vaccine now. We've all been—it's—it's it's come full circle, you know. If you you take it to prevent going to the hospital or dying, but doesn't mean you can't get it. And I think that's one of the my major problem with it is they lied about that. Oh yeah, they did. Absolutely, that's one of the big lies. Yeah, yeah. Is that it's like you got a force field if you get the shot, and then you can take the mask off. You can do all the fucking things you want. Yeah, and then, they basically and said if you get the vaccinated, you're not going to get COVID, yeah. and you can't spread it, and you can take your mask off, and things are going to go back yeah. to normal. And if you say, well, I don't know, if you if you cast slight, if you ask the question of, well, maybe can maybe the vaccinated can spread it, you got booted off Facebook or mm-hmm. banned on Twitter. Yeah, you know. What else we got here? Just to wrap up this this total descent into chaos here in the United <laughs> States. Uh, he says, millions are staying home content to be paid by the state not to work. Supply shortages and empty shelves are the new norm. 19th century style chain, train robberies are back. You see what's happening in Los Angeles. So is yeah. 1970s level urban violence replete with looting, carjackings, and random murdering of the innocent. And that is all fact. So... Yeah, great things going on in this country. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I feel bad always just reporting bad news, yeah, but like, but what else is there? 
It's it's all bad. Yeah, it's all. I mean, bad it's news. all bad. As long as when the Democrats are in power, it's all bad news. And it's it's really interesting because crappy days are here again. Like the intro of that. Uh, sometimes I wonder season. if it's because we're too, like, entrenched in it that we feel this way. But when I even talk to my friends who are not, you know, super into politics or into the news or anything, they're like, yeah. man, this country's going to hell. Or, yeah. man, the country is fucked. I mean, you don't need or, to be a hardcore political right. person to go to the sh- shopping, you know, the supermarket. And when you see the medicine aisle mm-hmm. bare, like when there's no Tylenol, mm-hmm. Tylenol or aspirin or Motrin, mm-hmm. it's not saying that's not good. Or, or orange juice, for God's sake. Yeah. Or I mean, any any meats or produce, yeah. you know, and especially an issue that punches through the, you know, fourth wall of politics is inflation. Yeah. Because everybody is feeling that. You know, you have to be getting 10% plus raises to be staying ahead of inflation. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that can hurt an economy really quick. I mean, look at the price of milk. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's what, approaching $7? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you could just look at, you know, for example, uh, prices at fast food restaurants. Yeah. Or, or just, you know, fast casual restaurants like Potbelly, for example. Yeah. They raised their sandwich prices by like 15 to 20 percent. Yeah. You know, and, th- and they have to do that to cover their back end of not only the liberal minimum wage increases or the cost of the goods, you know, or the, the labor shortage. Like there's so many things that are happening here in the in the real underbelly of the economy that it worries me. Yeah. And you know I've been talking about this for yeah. quite some time now. Yeah. You know, I'm not an economist per se, but I do pay close attention to a lot of this stuff yeah. and it's it's very worse. I mean, look I mean, look at the last time we had inflation being the big monkey on our back, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it it went through two presidencies. Yeah. You know, it 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 really you know, it it caused a headache for Nixon. It really caused problems for Carter. And it wasn't until you know, Ronald Reagan got in there and Paul Volcker had to raise interest rates that it started to get under control. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that it wasn't painful. I mean, raising those interest rates, it was a pinch. My, well, dad, the, my dad will tell you, you know, their first home loan, the interest rate was damn near 30%. It was, yeah, it was, well, it was high. It was high. Yeah, the so, feds need to get on the fucking horse and start raising these goddamn yeah, rates. Is what yeah. they, they should have been raising rates last yeah, year. Yeah. The free money um, thing, we got to stop that. It, oh, it, for it, sure. It, 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 it's, it's, it's too much. Too much. For sure. Yeah. But... You know, the, this, the real, I think, scary part of it is that people our age, yeah. you know, basically anyone under the age of 50 or 55 mm. has never experienced in their adult lifetime what's happening currently to this economy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The 2008 recession was different. It was based on underlying funny games in the financial system yes. that caused a massive collapse, right? Yeah. It wasn't... The true fundamentals of the economy, that came after, right? Yeah. Remember when the real estate bubble popped? Yep. It came <laughs> after, right? When the dot-com bubble popped, the recession came after. This is all part of, you know, one big move here. It's, it's basically... Clusterfuck. A, it's a wildfire. Yeah. 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 So, and of course, Biden held his press conference yesterday. It was a total yeah. clusterfuck. He didn't kill over, though. Yeah, he, he his brain melted a few times, yeah. but... Uh, so they injected some, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Feelgood drugs in him, and they probably, <laughs> he was able to last. But, I mean, 
you know when he was like, I can go on for 45 minutes, 45 minutes longer, you know his whole staff was popping pills. Oh, the comm staff oh, must have been ready God. to off themselves yeah. yesterday. But he did a whole lot of damage during this press conference. He did. Uh, we have a few clips here for you. I'm sure you've heard it, but let's run through real quick. So, of course, one of the big ones was the whole Ukraine thing. Take a listen. So I think what you're going to see is that Russia will be held accountable. If it invades, and it depends on what it does. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion and then we end up having a fight about what to do and not do, etc. He just gave the green light for Russia to invade. Basically rolling out the red carpet. Yeah. In which we've talked extensively about yeah. the whole Ukraine thing here. I, I don't really give much of a shit, but it's it's wild to me that, remember, during Trump, right, the whole Ukraine fiasco, <laughs> the whole he loves yeah. Putin, yeah. the whole he'll let Putin do whatever he wants, where in reality, Trump was not only pushing for Ukraine to get their own shit together, but pushing against Putin by arming the Ukrainians with offensive weaponry, which Biden stopped, right? Yeah. Now we're here. Yep. It's very interesting, yeah. right? Funny then, how things play out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's politics, you know. know. Uh, then he was asked about if he overpromised based on the results. Take a listen. Did you overpromise to the American public what you could achieve in your first year in office? And how do you plan to course correct going forward? Why are you such an optimist? Look, I didn't overpromise, and but I have probably uh, outperformed what anybody thought would happen. I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't know what I don't know what crack he's been smoking. Maybe he got into Hunter's stash, but like what? I, I know. If anything, I've over. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, 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 it's, I know. He's then, very he's very impressed with himself despite being a total idiot. Oh yeah. Then in another interesting twist of fate, a if Trump had said this moment... Would have been level nine meltdown. Uh-huh. Where he basically said that the midterms will be illegitimate if he does not... Or if the Democrats do not retain power and if their voting rights, air quote, with their federal election takeover yeah. bill does not become law. Yeah. Uh, that did fail last night, so does, you know, he believe that the midterms will be illegitimate? I've been told that type of rhetoric is fomenting a violent armed insurrection mm -hmm. and that maybe he should now resign. Yeah, well, take a listen. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. President. Speaking of voting rights legislation, if this isn't passed, do you still believe the upcoming election will be fairly conducted and its results will be legitimate? Well, it all depends on... Uh, whether or not we're able to make the case to the American people that some of this is being set up to try to alter the outcome of the election. And then the second time he responded to the question was even worse. I'm not saying it's going to be legit. It's the increase in the prospect of being illegitimate is in direct proportion to us not being able to get these, these reforms passed. But I don't think you're going to see, you're not going to see me, and I don't think you're going to see the Democratic Party give up on can go, can coming back at assuming that the attempt fails today. It's, it's bad. It's, it's bad. I mean, you know, and like I said, I, I don't give a shit about Ukraine, but like just the, the, the double standard to me is the most disgusting part, right? Yeah. Because these liberals literally set their hair on fire 
you know, they poured gasoline on themselves and set them yeah. fire, themselves on fire yeah. in the public square over Trump saying, you know, minor versions of these things. And Biden says it and totally cool. Right. I, I, I still laugh at when Trump was like fucking with them. I will accept the election results if I win. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Good times. Uh, what else? Oh, and then while Joe Biden was giving this press conference, Joe Manchin went to the Senate floor and stole a lot of the thunder, basically saying, fuck you, Joe. Yeah. The filibuster The filibuster's going to stand. Take a listen to that. No rule of the Senate can withstand the act of a willful majority. No will, no rule will stand the willful majority, not the cloture rule, nor any other rule. Let this change happen in this way, and the Senate will be a body without rules. There will not be no rules. The Senate's greatest rule is the one that is unwritten. This is an unwritten rule, and it's the greatest one we have. It's the rule of self-restraint, which we have very little of anymore. Oh, that's amazing. It's good stuff. That's good stuff. So yeah, that was a, it. Was an eventful day yesterday. Yeah. Um, it, it was a good day. Yeah. Um, and I think the Democrats know that they're well on their way to a total shellacking next year. So, or not next year. This year feels like next year. Yeah. Because I know, right? let's be real. You know, that's what <laughs 10, 11 eleven months away now. Walking, walking is gonna and can happen between now and then. Like we said, the Ukraine invasion is likely coming. Uh, apparently, congressional uh, members this afternoon who sit on armed services uh, received a briefing, an intelligence briefing, that uh, Putin is ready to roll. Ready to roll. So, yeah. and which backs up everything we've been reporting for weeks now. Uh, it backs up the f- fact that he's built up an entire military along the borders. So it's only a matter of time. I mean, he has 100,000 troops at the border. What do you think he's doing then? You know, yeah, like, it's like, not. I mean, it's not, not just there for, for border security. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the amount of money spent just on moving the troops and the equipment, they're going to do something. So, yeah. we of course will have full coverage at townhall.com for you of that invasion, which likely will happen. Yes. Uh, who knows what we'll get out of the war zone? Yeah. Right? Use yeah. promo code Barbarossa for twenty-five. <laughs> That's not an actual nah, promo code. Actual crime, I know. <laughs> yeah. But I will, that might be the name of the coverage. <laughs> um, Barbarossa 2. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see you know what comes out of there as far as yeah. footage, reporting, and how much of a fight the Ukrainians will actually put up. I mean, they just walked in and took Crimea in 2014. There you know, was that, some, that, that really wasn't uh, there wasn't much resistance there, right? I mean, yeah, there was some. There was it, some. It wasn't like you know. Uh, I mean, we also forget this is Russia. It wasn't like Black Hawk Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. there was some. There was some, right. Yeah. This I think would be a little bit different yeah. because I think the Ukrainian government is more prepared for it. Yeah. Um, they have been in reinforcing their border uh, with you know Russia, Belarus area, all that stuff. So. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. We'll have full coverage. Knowing our luck, it's going to happen on a weekend. Maybe this weekend. Maybe next weekend. But we're going to It's going to happen. It's, yeah. It's going to happen. I would prefer if uh, Mr. Putin, if you're listening, uh, you could do it during business hours on a weekday. But, you know, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Eastern time. Eastern time. Uh, What else we got here? Oh, Fauci. We now know. That Fauci made as much as one point seven million dollars as he shut down the country. Oh, 
Must be nice for him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Must be nice. And uh, his household net worth exceeds $10.4 million. That's not even taking into account his new uh, book money and his documentary money. And who knows what other money he's got, too, because there's some questions about that. And, of course, he remains the highest paid member of the U.S. federal government. Yes. Which is outrageous to me. Yeah, I know. You wrote about this one. Mm-hmm. You wrote about this one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Paul Begala. Oh, yeah. 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 Basically, Paul Begala, Democratic strategist known for making his uh, bones, uh, helping Clinton win in 92, knows what's really troubling the Democratic Party. It's not their agenda. Mm -hmm. It's that all the people who are Democrats suck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We don't have bad policy. We have bad followers. Oh, well, that's that's a great – as Larry (laughs) O'Connor and Abigail Maroney, who uh, is the press secretary, I think, for – Holly, Holly, yeah, yeah, great turnout strategy there, guys. Yeah, Brilliant. That, that, that seems a little odd to me. I know, but uh, it follows a trend of them saying the quiet things out loud. Well, yeah, and also like when they don't get their way, everybody becomes an enemy of the state, including yeah. including fellow Democrats. So you know what? Listen, the blood sports are just beginning. This filibuster thing is is going to bother. The progressive left until the end of time. Mm-hmm. Till the end of time, and oh, they're yeah. going to. You know, Bernie Sanders, you know, is out there. Oh, I'm going to support primary challenges against Mansion and Cinema. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, they're not afraid. There is no progressive in West Virginia that's going to primary and beat Joe Manchin. I can tell you that right now with yeah. like absolute confidence. Cinema is a different story, but you know, Arizona doesn't doesn't come off as like Vermont. Yeah. To me, in terms, I mean, it is leftish ish. Mm-hmm. I would say more centrist. But, um, yeah, good luck with that. Well, Arizona is interesting. So, good luck uh, with that. a new poll came out where the Democrats in Arizona hate cinema's guts. Yeah. yeah. Hate yeah. her guts. Uh, which, you know, I can understand from, from what's gone down here. Yeah. I don't know if they have open or closed primaries there, but that would be interesting uh, if Republicans would cross over to save cinema. Against a progressive challenge? No. I would absolutely do that. Uh, yeah, me too, given what's happened. I mean... Uh, yeah. And also, but keep in mind, before Cinema's up in 24, in 22, Mark Kelly's up. Yeah, we gotta get rid of him. Right? Isn't he up in 22? Yeah, I think yeah. he is. We gotta get rid of him, yeah. because he is keeping a very radical anti-gun agenda in his back pocket. He's just not... He's just too pussyfooting, you know, to fucking... He voted yesterday to strip the filibuster, which uh, did not go over too well. Oh, it didn't. Yeah, so it's yeah. gonna be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, also keep in mind uh, that his wife is uh, Gabby Giffords. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there's a lot that we could dig into there. But we're not going to today. Yeah. Some some allegedly there could be happening some ex- stuff. There could be some extracurricular activities with that marriage. Well, you know, allegedly there's yeah, some Yeah, allegedly, so allegedly, you know. We'll, we'll keep it at that. We'll keep it at that. Uh, Hotel rooms with nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what else? Uh, CNN. Oh, oh. And, and you wrote about this, too. Mm-hmm. These are all mad stories. What's CNN's plan oh to curb God. inflation? Yeah. The government should control all pricing. Yeah. So basically, we should just have full-blown communism, and yeah. the government should, should, should control the pricing of all common goods, mm-hmm. which <laughs> doesn't fucking work. Yeah. I mean, even Austin Goldsby, who was Obama's top uh, economic advisor, yeah. just is... Uh, he just said, just stop. Just stop with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's well, crazy? I it mean, is. You know, it, it's just one of those things. It's like, uh, what? Also, again, getting back, I thought this was transitory. I yeah. thought this wasn't a real thing. I thought this wasn't a real problem. 
Well, and that the, and now in one the breath shit. they say they need to do price controls, yeah. but then in the next breath they're like, oh well, the shelves are not empty. Yeah, you know, there's no problem. It, there's yeah. no inflation. Why and not? they're like, well, you know, Giant Food just said, well, we're going through an extremely difficult, challenging pattern, uh, and there's a significant strain on our supply chain. Explaining to their customers why the shelves are bare. Yeah, bare shelves, Biden. Bare shelves, Biden. Oh, and last but certainly not. Oh, there's one more after this. So this is the yeah. second to last. Yeah. Uh, another Matt story here. The Today Show. Was this today? This was this morning. So. Not good. They sent Kamala Harris on to, to the Today Show yeah. to try to help clean things up yeah. from yesterday. Yeah. Quickly went off the rails. It did. Let's take a listen to this, then we'll talk about it. And it's, but it's yeah. the, the, the bills it's, were debated it's, it's, and they didn't pass. If, so I, the, may finish, specific, if, I, if I may course, finish, but the specific question, if you don't mind, does he think now that these bills haven't been passed that the 22 midterms won't be legitimate or fair or free? Let's not conflate issues. I mean, what 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 is she, what are you good for, lady? I mean, seriously. Well, to be fair, this is what happens. When you sleep your way into your first oh, elected office, yeah, mattress lady, yeah, and then <laughs> manage to work your way up because you check off diversity boxes, exactly, and you don't work hard, you don't read the briefings. Um, Kamala Harris is the best case against affirmative action yeah, diversity hires absolutely. ever to be made in this absolutely. country. It's it's you got to be qualified, and you 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 know all the things that we've that have been written about her. Why her 2020 campaign imploded. It all reared its head yet again. Mm -hmm. She can't go off script. After she gave the fucking talking points, you know, credit to Savannah Guthrie who asked, you know, yeah, I was surprised pretty, by pretty that. good questions. You know, she was not going to let her off the hook. Let's just say she's her. not going to get any more interviews with her. Oh, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No more. That's like when, no uh, what's his name? Charlemagne. Yeah. Did Charlemagne that the God. Yeah. yeah. No more radio hits for him. Yeah. You know, and, you know, she got a little, um, when she got pressed, you know, Kamala got a little. Testy. Flustered. Yeah, a little... Testy. Yeah, yeah, there's a word I can't say. Yeah, but yeah, she got yeah. a little testy. Yeah. Esty. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And, you know, can I finish? I'm the vice president. It's yeah. just like... Yep. It's just... Uh, I, I just... She's just a disaster. They, they have to bench her. Just, well, just, just, just bench her. Because she has failed at everything. The COVID, vac the COVID vac uh, vaccination advocacy program, failure. Obviously a massive failure on the southern border. I mean, what does she do? Remember, what are you remember, good for? Voting rights was also her Oh, thing. yeah, voting rights thing. She has, like, fumbled the ball, yeah. like, a hundred fucking times. She doesn't do anything. And mm -hmm. even when she is asked to go on the Today Show, which is the friendliest of territories, mm -hmm. this is this is morning news. It's a morning talk show. It's the Today Show. This is not, you know, crossfire mm -hmm. or firing line when Bill Buck was, uh, you know, still alive and kicking. This is softball questions. And well, I think, she just didn't know what the fuck to do. I think what you're also seeing happen here in this phenomenon yeah. is interesting to me is that the liberal media is also dissatisfied with how things are going yeah. because they're radicals and they wanted Joe Biden to be basically FDR. Yeah. And yeah. so they're upset. Where's, that, where's the 100 days, right? Right. right? Yeah. They're upset that things are not going left fast enough yeah. versus the right who's pissed yeah. at things going left yeah. to begin with. And now they know that there's a red wave coming in November and everything is going to be stalled. And so they don't really have the press as in their pocket as they would like. And yeah. did you notice yesterday he mentioned this? Yeah, yeah. Biden mentioned this. 
well, you know, the press coverage has been unfair, um, you know, even among, you know, mainstream outlets. And I'm like, like yeah. Hmm. Those guys who've been, who've hmm. been propping your dementia-ridden presidency up for all this time. And not just the presidency, the campaign, yeah. too. yeah. So that's an interesting yeah. thing that's happening. Yeah. I also think Kamala, you know, they, they tried to clean up the, the Ukraine remarks immediately mm-hmm. last night. She made it worse, I think. Mm-hmm. What is the severe cost and consequences if Russia invades? What is that? Did you did you catch that part? It's like, yeah. are we going to have airstrikes? Are we going to have sanctions? Well, no. What like, their point what, is... What is this? It goes back to... we. So we talked mm-hmm. about this probably... I think it was before Christmas. Yeah. The threat... Is that banking system thing yes. right cutting them out of that? The central banking system, yeah. Is that? Oh yeah, and that's they're going to forbid yeah. them from banking in U.S. dollars, okay. uh, and accessing the central financial transaction system, uh, uh, which you oh, know I, I, I mentioned the ruling class is already a bunch of fucking billionaires and multi multi millionaires. Like they're really going to suffer from not having banking for a couple of years. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I just don't. Can they take think, money out? I just don't think that the Biden administration will follow through with it. Yeah, that's because that's like death penalty, right there. <laughs> well, <laughs> right? I mean, not only that, but doing something that extreme, yeah, could be conceivably thought of by Putin as an act of war, as yeah. a declaration yeah. of war, albeit economic war, but war nonetheless. Yeah. So and you know how Russians are with the the, the outward displays of strength and you oh know, that you know, would we can't have this you know that would cause ch- such yeah. an escalation yeah the chest beating would be crazy that it would result probably. in major war yeah probably and but you also see the media the war loving media yeah beating the war drums yeah they are oh yeah, yeah. they are well did you see Ben Rhodes. We're on verge of all-out ground war in Eastern Europe. Yeah, no, I, what? I, 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 I ben Rhodes is just... Yeah. yeah. Also, where's the Secretary of State in all this? Well, Blinken's useless. I, Ironically... I mean, I mean, seriously, I mean, this is something for our top diplomat to fucking do. This is something for the State Department. Why are we hearing from... Ironically, he was in Ukraine yesterday when Biden said those things. So that didn't go over too oh, well. Jesus yeah. Christ. The Ukrainian government was none too pleased. Wow. Which is ironic because the Ukrainians love Joe Biden as seen in in past uh, yeah. business dealings and all kinds of corruption. Yes, sir. But the one last thing on Kamala, she's supposed to be the heir apparent. She's supposed to be the one who takes over. Oh, because even though Joe Biden says, oh, yeah, I'm running for re-election. If I'm healthy. And, well, yeah, that's the yeah, caveat. That's the caveat. I'm running for re-election and she's going to be my running mate, which he... He literally said straight up yesterday, oh, "Jesus, I don't think he's going to run for re-election. T- only 27% want to see him run for re-election. Did you see the Democrat figure on that? Oh, yeah. Even Democrats don't Less like this than guy. half the Democrats yeah. want him to run for re-election. So I don't know that that's going to happen. But then it's, oh, well, Kamala's supposed to be the one that takes over, obviously, as the sitting vice president. Well, no one likes Kamala either, right? So yeah. are they going to blast into an open primary? Who knows? That's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. Uh, Last but certainly not least, the January 6th witch hunt continues. Uh, Fuck Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. Um, And they recently got a hold of a bunch of documents that they're going to try to use to portray Trump as responsible. How many are going to be doctored? Because they doctored all the fucking text messages they got. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there'll be a lot. Can we end this when the Republicans take over? Yeah, but that's a full year from now. All right.
But but like but when that happens, oh, like, yeah, literally, we we can th- this whole commission, this whole committee could be dissolved. Oh yeah, you totally dissolve it Let's right away. It. But, Let's do it. But again, that's a year from now. Their whole goal is to run this and beat this drum through the midterms. I know, which will not at the end of the day, that's the only thing they really care about. Yeah. I mean, obviously, their other goal is to stop Trump from running. Yeah, but oh yeah, they had main... that, they had that secret meeting uh, mm-hmm. with all the ex Trumpers. Uh, yeah, but their main goal is to just trash Republicans through the midterm elections. Yeah. That's the real goal. So, all right. All well, right. Uh, On that happy note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course, you know, it is time for the shameless plug. So if you want to help us fight back against Biden, which we have three more years of, if he lives through those three years, who knows, and get the uncensored version of Triggered, which everybody loves, go to townhall.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code Triggered to get 25% off you will be directly funding us through the midterms. You'll be funding our reporting, our investigative journalism, this podcast. You'll get all of uh, Matt's VIP columns, Kurt's VIP-only content, including his columns, videos, podcasts. You'll get a ton of shit. You'll love it. Guarantee it. Personal guarantee out of me. And that is financial advice. So, <laughs> uh, on that note, of course, if you'd like to reach out, email us triggered at townhall.com. We love all of you. Thank you to all of you for being triggered listeners. Uh, you know, we're getting through this Biden administration together, albeit miserably, but we are here mm-hmm. and eventually we will be victorious. Yes. So yes. That's that's your happy note yes. going into the weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Hope you have a good time, and we will see you on Tuesday. Later. Later.